0: three five one zero three zero zero and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
2: What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casual and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network or Radio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Presented by AT&T. Connecting
0: changes everything.
2: Hey guys, you know what this playground could
4: use? A wine country, huh?
0: A Redwood
3: Forest would be cool. Ski slopes!
5: Wait!
4: Did we just invent California?
1: Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
5: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. It's 10 mg with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling.
3: Hello, my beauties. And hello. you talking to me? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, Blondie, in the oh, butcher's voice. You're boss. hot. <laughs> you talking to me? <laughs> hey,
4: hey, hey! Today I'm a beauty.
3: And look at our brunette beauty glowing. Is that That's me? All three of us here <laughs> at 9021 OMG. That's right.
4: Yes, another week, another exciting episode to talk about, but I don't think we should get right into it. Do you guys?
5: Well, I wanted to uh, point out that I saw the picture of the both of you golfing. <laughs> well, so you golf, Jenny, for
3: like a <laughs> hobby. She's yes. a natural. And she's, she told me yesterday she's only been golfing six months. I'm not a golf player, but I can spot a natural when I see one. Oh. She was amazing, taking the boys down left and right. Like, she's unbelievable. Taking them real, down. You have a natural skill. Like, imagine in like a year or two, you're going to be a professional. I know. That's
4: is, goals. Those are my golf goals.
3: Yeah, right? Like,
4: I, yeah. I just want to be good enough so that when I play with my husband, I don't turn around. And look at him and see him just shake his head in disappointment.
3: Like, I just want to be
4: good enough where he's like, yeah, good shot.
3: Okay. But (laughs) what happens though? Like her husband, Dave, is a really good golf player and it's like a, it's a big hobby for him. Like he's very into Uh it. What happens if you become better than him one
4: day? I don't think that's actually possible. What if? Uh, Have you seen how far he drives the ball? Like like, he hits it and you can't even see it anymore. She's very competitive
3: though. I think. Yeah. Yeah.
4: We went golfing yesterday. Yes. We went to, we were in a a charity tournament Um. and we were like the token celebs there. I think (laughs) everyone else uh, was affiliated with the company somehow, but we had so much fun and it was just fun. I, when she showed up, well, I was there on time, of course, and then she showed up late and she walks down and she has the cutest little golf outfit on. It was like Barbie goes golfing. And <laughs> I said, Oh, my God, I've never seen you in active wear.
3: <laughs> True story. So yeah. Ready I, I, to go. Don't, I don't do active things. I'm not an active person. And so but I love fashion. So I took it, you know, I took it as a, a new opportunity to develop a new look. And I looked high and low mm-hmm, golf clothes. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find cute stuff. But I found a pink visor. Yeah, Yeah. I saw that.
4: We had so much fun. And you, and she is actually, Tori is actually a really good putter. Thank you. So we can play all of her other shots and then she just comes out for the putts.
3: Oh, I see what (laughs) you guys did then. Yeah. But she (laughs) taught me, she was giving me tips on how to stand and my swing. Mm -hmm. And I felt like by the end of the day, I actually liked it. Like, I think, because it's like a fun BFF sport. Like I would do that again with you. And I enjoyed there. You do it on a beautiful golf course. I would love it to be somewhere tropical. Like if we were golfing in like Mexico or Maui and we had lots of drinks. That would be fun. Cocktails.
4: Let's go go to Mexico or Maui and golf.
5: Well, that's what you do, right? Like if you're a golfer, do you, when you vacation, do you purposely pick places sometimes that have a good golf course? And that's the whole thing.
4: They're so, I mean, golf courses are so beautiful. It's like some of the most beautiful real estate in the world. It's right. on like, you know, cliff's edges overlooking the ocean in the middle of, I mean, they really do them upright. <laughs> we had a good time though. We a good did. time was had by, by all. But I think this week we should, we should mix it up though. Instead of just like straight away talking about the episode, which we will definitely get to, uh, Sissony, you have a like of questions, pages
5: worth of questions.
2: We we will,
4: always ask people, give us your questions, yeah. let us know your feedback, tell us what you're thinking. And it's paying off people because today we're going to, we're going to answer a bunch of questions. We're going to get to your questions.
5: Yeah. I feel like sometimes we run out of, we run out of time mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. to the questions. So we wanted to kind of knock a few out beforehand. Um, and I think we should just jump right into them. Let's Lay it on us. You're ready. Mm-hmm. Not on us next to us. All right. This is from Steven asking Do you guys have a 90210 group chat with the OG members? We do. We do. We do. Yeah. What, we should, yeah. what was the last text message sent on that group chat?
3: It was probably Gabrielle. She's always trying to <laughs> initiate like a, a dinner, dinner. together or <laughs> <laughs> dreams. Yeah. Or she, she, was sending she keeps a us Zoom together. Link. It's really yeah. nice. Um,
4: She's the mother dead. Mother dead. Is that dead mother?
3: Or mother hen, yeah, both.
4: We did have a group te- a group chat and um, we were all discussed. This was back when we were um, creating the BH90210 and developing it. And we were talking about stuff and um, we were kind <laughs> of, I remember we were like talking about sort of embarrassing stories or like little things that private things that nobody else knows about. And all of a sudden we kind of realized that there was a number on the group <gasps> chat that we didn't recognize <laughs> And Tori's side texted me. She's like, "Um, who? Who's this person? Who's this number?" I've said I have no mm-hmm. idea.
3: And I and I panicked because we had gotten into like a role of like kind of being like, "Remember when you did this to me?" And remember, like in a fun way. And I had just <laughs> this is. This is back, we had the 90210 chat before Luke passed away, but we were going back and forth and I was saying, well, Brian, like, scarred me for life because he used to call me Chewbacca because he said I had so much (laughs) facial fuzz and... And he like said something like, like he was doing some sound. And then I was like, well, I much preferred the nickname Luke gave me, which was camel because I had long eyelashes. And then I just like, we were just going back and forth. And I think you were like calling all of us old or something. And then all of a sudden it was that number. And I was like, stranger among among us, stranger among us. Alert, alert. <laughs> what happened. Stranger danger. I think we
4: all just stopped talking. <laughs> oh, Oh, them, no, know?
3: here's what happened. Jen and I side text, and then we texted Gabrielle, and we're like, "What? who is that? And she was like, oh, it's Andy. Remember? He was a PA back in the day, and we're no. all still friends. <laughs> and she had mixed up two different chats. She had put one chat with Andy because he wanted to say hi to everyone, and we should all get together sometime. And we had gotten it confused and merged it with our typical cast chat. Oh, no. And so, uh, Yeah. We went on and we were like, and at the same time, simultaneously, I think other people were like, who is this? Oh, and she had put her husband on the show on it too. Remember? And he was like, it's Mark. <laughs> the guy that played Jesse. Yeah. Right. But I think yeah. he said, we didn't know the number and he just said Mark. And when someone goes, who and he, the hell is Mark? And, and, he, was and like, he was like,
0: Hey guys, he chimed in me. <laughs> I played Jesse,
3: Gabrielle's husband on the show for years. And we're like, uh-huh. Oh no, we know you. We just. Didn't know it out of context. And then everyone just stopped talking. Because we this all just got to is, yeah. is yeah. why paranoid. You have to title your chats so this this doesn't happen. It so was it's the nine oh two one oh cast chat in our group text. But mm. yeah, it got marched. So yes. Steven. We do. <laughs> and it's and it's really fun at times. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Caroline is Are your guys' personalities
5: like their characters off screen? Brandon is like Jason. Dylan was like Luke, Steve, Ian, David, Brian.
4: What do you guys think? I would have to say k- kind of. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that Br- Brandon, I think Jason would not say that he's like Brandon, but I, I I think he's like Brandon. Really?
3: See, I think Jason's the least like his character. Really?
4: really? Why? I don't know.
3: <laughs> 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 I just feel like no, I guess it became him. It's it's just like all of our characters. They started off a bit different. Mm-hmm. And see, it's hard for me to delineate because right now I'm still on the beginning of season two because we're now watching it as fangirls. Um, but as time goes on, the characters merge more. And so I, I guess that doesn't hold up. But at first, like... You know, Brandon was like the newbie and like not cool and just starting off like that's not Jason. Like Jason mm-hmm. like gets along with everyone. He's super outgoing and like guys, everyone's like, yeah, it's Jay. Like and Brandon was kind of like trying to fit in. So I guess they were different. And didn't but- he
5: smoke? Every time you guys told me that he smoked, I was like, oh, I cannot see Brandon smoking.
4: Yes. Yeah. Brandon didn't smoke.
5: No.
3: Yeah. Brandon Jason would never smoked. Smoke, see?
4: No, you're right. but um, Steve and Iron were very similar. yeah, I feel like very always joking, always like getting involved, asking how we can help what's what's going on, ladies. I getting serious <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bringing it down. we <laughs> like, think always getting real serious. Mm-hmm. I think you're like, Donna, I'm like awesome. Kelly. I feel like
3: totally, but not like the Kelly they started with. no. But then the but Kelly so, that evolved.
4: Yeah. I mean, in season two, she's starting to. I mean, I see me in her in this totally for sure. Yeah, <laughs> really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I see, I see my daughters, and like, a lot of times Kelly will make faces, especially in this episode, and I'm like, oh my god, I just saw that look last night when they were sassing me. That's so cool, actually. Mm-hmm.
3: Right? <laughs> You're like not so cool, but yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, Um, lots to
5: discuss with this episode, Um, but we will get to that in just a second. I'm going to do a few more questions and then we'll take a break. But this one's from Christina and she's asking you, Jenny, what is your favorite Dylan and Kelly moment? Tori, what is your favorite Donna and David moment?
4: Okay, I'll go first. Um, My favorite Dylan and Kelly moment would have to be the scenes that we shot when we were jet skiing. We were out on the ocean. We were out on a boat. The whole crew was like a small crew was out on a boat and we were filming on jet skis and they were like on the boat filming us. And um, I just remember getting really seasick, but it was fun and exciting. And um, until we went back for lunch and um, I got knocked off and hit by the jet ski. Hit, Luke ran me over with his jet ski. So that's probably what? my favorite moment.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and she had to go, to, go to the, my favorite. the hospital. You mm.
4: did? Yeah. yeah. He knocked me out cold mm-hmm. and the oh. bodyguard, the bodyguard, I my ha- was riding behind my bodyguard and he was driving his bodyguard for some reason and somebody was fishing off the pier and their fishing line, well, he saw it and ducked, they ducked under it and my bodyguard ducked under it, but I was like, oh, what's going on? And it just like clotheslined me and took me off the back of the, the jet ski and I woke up on the beach someone had the bodyguard guy had lifted me out by my life jacket and put me there and um I woke up and I just remember waking up and uh Luke was standing over me like h- hovering over me and the paramedic guy was like well asking me questions like what what day is it what's my what's your name who's the president and Luke was like don't ask her that she doesn't know that normally <laughs> <laughs> so i not done with it even then
3: that's like scary yet dreamy at the same time. Like, like people are like, oh my gosh, like the thought mm-hmm. of like you getting like run out over of her by- like but you were back to Jenny, you were Jenny and then Luke. And like, I, for a second, I was like in my own world. Like, that's so romantic. Did he give you mouth to mouth? Like, cause you want like to think that like, <laughs> right. there was a crossover, like from, yeah. you know, on camera to off he camera. He definitely
4: would have. He definitely would have would been have. giving me mouth to mouth if that if he thought that would he was so freaked out that he hurt me or contributed in some way to my drowning.
5: <laughs> I can't believe that. That's almost like some Final Destination stuff. Like I, that. How did that knock slice you? Or did you get cut from it? Like the fact that it knocked I don't you know. out. I had like a. It must it have been one those
4: outfits you wear in the ocean. The wetsuit. What I had a wetsuit like on. The so. life, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it didn't knock it. you
3: out it took you off your jet ski and then luke ran you over right oh that was the knockout p- yeah. part yeah
4: yeah the, the jet ski uh, hitting my skull yeah. was, was the point the point where i went unconscious <laughs>
3: that's so
4: and
5: scary that was your favorite moment yeah. wait but that's like
3: what's your favorite on-camera moment between oh dylan and kelly I can't talk about it because I don't know
4: yet because I haven't watched it. So I'll let you guys know when we get to the Kelly and Dylan parts.
5: Oh, you want to give your moment from the viewer's perspective?
4: Yeah, because I don't really remember. There were so many and there was just, Mm -hmm.
3: you know, all the memories
4: were great. I
3: loved that scene as a viewer um, of you two in the swimming pool. I think it was your first kiss on camera. Mm. Uh, You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. You just look so beautiful when you came up and your hair was slicked back in the water and your profile. And I don't know. I was so excited was, as a fan for that. That, like, that, that was the
4: same. Yeah. We yeah. were freezing our buns off in that water. It was like the middle of the night we were <laughs> shooting that scene and um, it was freezing and the water was not heated like they said it would be. And I just remember he was trembling, and I was shaking, and we were just trying to get through the scene and trying to kiss each other without like knocking teeth because we were like, <laughs> like yeah. freezing. oh
5: my gosh, I can't really they romantic put you guys through that.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think that's the night we were like, okay, so if we have to be in our bathing suits in this freezing cold water, you guys have to as well. And I think that's the night that Robo the Boom guy jumped in the pool with us just to make us feel better.
3: Aww. All right, Tori, do you have a moment? Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I love David and Donna's wedding. I mean, obviously we'll get to that, but that mm. is really special to me because as much as the writers knew us, they had written vows that Brian and I were like, you know, at this point, after 10 years, I think we know the character's, even better. And we were so invested in that relationship Mm -hmm. that we decided um, to write our own vows to each other as David and Donna. And we read the scripted vows during rehearsal. So we, you know, did the ones from the page. And then when the camera cameras were rolling the first take, we read our vows that we each wrote in our dressing room to each other. And so I think that was really special.
4: Oh, so were those
3: Donna's vows
4: to David or were those Tori's vows to Brian?
3: (laughs) (laughs) We'll never know. But that remember, that was the episode where I was like, ooh, I'm so confused. I think I'm in love with Brian again. You're like, ooh, we're not doing this again. I was like, okay. (laughs) Uh -uh, uh -uh. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But I also like loved, and, and this is coming up, like when Donna and David did like fun, funny stuff together. I really enjoyed that because it was always about like the flirtation and the romance for all the seasons. So like um, when we did, I mean, like we did Romeo and Juliet in school. Like I loved when we did like Wayne and Garth when we were hosting the radio show. I can't wait to see that. (laughs) That I dressed my
5: kids up as Wayne and Garth for Halloween this last year. Oh my gosh. I saw that. It was
0: an epic (laughs)
5: costume. Highly recommend for toddlers. Um, okay, we'll go do one more question before we go to break. Um, which cast member was the best kisser?
4: If I could tell you guys how many times I've been asked this question. I can't believe it. And I think we've if, talked about it already. You don't already know this. Like, yeah. I mean, I but the thing is, I probably say a different answer every time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she likes to mix it up. Yeah. I mean, you really, you got to kiss all the boys. Except David and Kelly never kissed, but. mm but the rest? Yeah.
4: A lot of other boys. I did some kissing in my days. Um, I think the best kisser, I guess I'll say Jason today. I guess. <laughs> I think it would be Jason. He was a very mushy kisser, like, you know.
3: He gave you lockjaw. Why would you want to give him credit for kissing? <laughs> it's not lockjaw. He gave me his TMJ. Oh. He gave you TMJ. Sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it's contagious by
4: kissing, but I'm pretty convinced that I got TMJ from kissing Jason. What's TMJ? You know that when your jaw pops, makes it crack, pop, pop, pop. I can't
5: Wait, see how that can be contagious. Like I can't do it. She's it kidding.
3: <laughs> she likes to say it's contagious. <laughs> I like to
4: blame it on him.
3: <laughs> Wait, because he had TMJ.
4: He had TMJ, so whenever we would do kissing scenes because he was a very passionate kisser, he would open his mouth, you know, a considerable amount. And I could hear it popping while we were kissing. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a memory that's just forever etched in my mind. And then my jaw started popping.
3: Well, okay. So when he opened his mouth that wide to kiss you, you didn't have to open your mouth that wide to kiss him back. Well, that would
4: look weird if his mouth is ginormous and my mouth is little. It would be like, arr, arr, toot,
3: toot, like oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. When the like, lips have shirt, to meet up big, sharp, big, sharp, big, sharp. Okay, you're right. No, that's fair. You're right. So it has to look right on camera. So I'm going to go ahead and say, Jason, thanks a lot. Because now that she has TMJ, it is so hard to eat with her. Like every time she chews something next to me, it's like pop, pop, pop.
4: Oh pop, my pop. God, you, I, hate you right now why are you telling all of the people this
3: that your jaw pops you just told them your job <laughs> you know, but you i TMJ. didn't like
4: explain it in detail you just have so it outed always me. i just mm. out at you for your jaw popping <laughs> yeah but it's no, okay I, get,
3: I could do worse trust me
4: <laughs> my daughter has it too and when I, we like to eat together so that we can just ignore it and just not worry about it how loud is it it's not
3: loud sis, sis it is so damn loud it is so oh. loud listen if i'm like else deaf out she has to repeat is... everything back to me like that's the one thing i do hear is her jaw can you do it now
4: into the microphone can we hear it no i cannot and i'm not a monkey a trained monkey that just performs <laughs> it? give me a peanut no it hurts to do it so i don't want to do it It has to be something, like, chewy or hard that I'm eating. I can't do it. That's true. That's true. Yeah.
1: But it So
4: anybody else out there that has TMJ understands my pain, they they feel it. And they can't do anything about it. They have to break your jaw. (gasps) No. They have to, like, actually break your jaw and then reset it and wire your mouth shut, which would be a great diet, but... uh, I don't know. That sounds not sound. No, fun. No, that's
5: so not that. necessary.
4: Ooh, you have best kisser. I think I might know who you're going to say, but go ahead.
3: I feel like Donna didn't kiss that many guys. That's why Well, true. you know. I can think of like um, four off the top of my head that you kissed. I mean, the truth is Donna did kiss everybody except Steve on the show. In like, whether it was a dream yeah. sequence or like something. But... I guess Brian just cuz it was the most like it became very comfortable like we kissed for 10 seasons. Well not 10, 9 seasons. So, yeah, I'll go with Brian. What? Okay. Why are you looking at me like that? Yeah. Oh, You're getting so much fine. Words right I liked now. it.
5: Oh. <laughs> On that note, we'll take a break and come back.
4: Hey everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all.
3: And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh.
4: They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin
3: and their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates,
4: and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you
3: achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics. C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot
2: com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter.
4: Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh?
2: A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes!
4: Wait!
1: Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
0: Three five one zero three zero zero, And follow the climbing in heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
4: Oh my gosh, those are great questions, everybody. Thank you for submitting them. And uh, make sure you keep them coming because we want to hear from you. We want to know what you want to know.
3: But now. And ask us. Ask us some outside the box questions. And it, and we want to be asked something we've never been asked. And we'll say, oh my gosh, so-and-so asked us something we've never been asked in 30 years. And that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. All right. Make them juicy. But let's get to the episode, you guys. Let's get to
4: episode okay. five of season two.
5: This was a good one. I laughed out loud and I cried all in this all in this in this episode.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a good night then. Mm-hmm. This was played again. David. It aired on August eighth,
3: nineteen ninety one. In the synopsis, acting as a big brother, Brandon is asked to keep a secret that needs telling. Kelly fears a new connection to David when their parents start dating.
4: Ooh. Mm-hmm. Directed by Charles Braverman, written by Darren Starr and Sherry Ziff.
3: She's a new one, Sherry Ziff.
4: Yeah, this is so. This is the first episode I think that we see uh, David's dad, Mel Silver. Right, yeah, played yeah. by Matthew Lawrence,
3: who I adore. Me too. Who didn't? We love was, him. We should call him up. Oh my gosh, we have to have him on. He's so mm-hmm. fun. You guys like off camera. He was like, like a like a friend. He was. Like he was like that, like a dad. Yeah, that that parent that's like more like a friend, and you hang with them and tell them your secrets and laugh. And he was just great. Aww. Yeah.
4: And he was so good as Mel Silver. He was perfect. And the, I loved the scene when Jackie's tooth breaks, <laughs> <laughs> and and, he, and literally she's like, "Ouch!" And not a second goes by, and you see his little head pop into frame. Like, did I hear a, a dental ouch? <laughs> like he, he was right there, ready to be the oral surgeon that he was. And he Before- made a, they were cute. They were a really cute couple. I thought.
5: That scene, that's what made me laugh out loud when when Kelly realizes that
4: it's David Silver's dad and they play <laughs> that, like, music
5: in the background. That
1: reaction.
4: It the yeah. reaction. Reactions. It's hilarious. I laughed out loud, too, honestly.
5: <laughs> it was so dramatic and yet very on brand for just her true feelings of what the future held for her.
4: I thought it was really fun to see the dynamic because they kind of been building it up. Already over season one and this part of season two about Kelly and David, like being n- not Kelly, not liking David's attention. Mm-hmm. This was perfect. Now they're like basically going to be siblings <laughs> <laughs> if their parents get married. And you that just te- she's terrified. What is that going
3: to do to her image? Oh, so much, David. It's so good. And Mel is like the opposite of what you think Jackie Taylor would be attracted to, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do you say
4: that? I don't think that.
3: Because she just seems, I feel like Mel's a good change for her. He's like pragmatic and he's stable, but he's fun. I know what you mean. Like ultimately their personalities totally worked because Jackie evolves during the seasons. But at first Jackie's kind of that out there mom, Beverly Hills woman. Wild, Yeah, she's kind of- yeah, I didn't want to say it, but you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> she's into drugs and drinking, and yeah, he was a well, great departure. Maybe for
4: Mel's it. into that. You never know what what
3: your oral surgeon's oh into. Oh Gosh, we never thought <laughs> of that. What if Mel was really kinky, mm-hmm. like behind closed doors? I think doors. he had some secrets. I do.
5: I didn't realize this happened so soon. Their love connection.
4: They, well, they didn't take much time getting to it. They were like mm-hmm. one date.
3: You know our live. show when they have a storyline,
4: they go for get to it. it real quick. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's where I learned to move fast. <laughs> that, that answers a lot of questions. Now I'm seeing, I'm seeing a through line in my life.
3: You didn't need years of therapy; you just needed to rewatch the show.
4: <laughs> but I didn't learn anything. I'm just seeing the connection now. I, I, now I need the lesson. <laughs> right. <laughs> But the whole storyline with Brandon and the, um, Felix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Andrea really gets Brandon into some situations, doesn't she? It's like he with didn't her, ask for such it. a do-gooder.
3: <laughs> but so is he. Like, he's such a do-good guy. He's a good guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, thinking of him as a big brother, that's perfect. But, ooh, that, it was a heavy, heavy storyline,
4: his one day off too. Brandon's one day off. <laughs> go be a big brother. But I lo- I love seeing them um, rollerblading on the <laughs> beach. On the I love that. That looked like so much fun. First of all, I want to go rollerblading now. And um, I was also thinking like, wow, the camera guys must be rollerblading too because they were really going fast down the path. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how they kept up with them. They did a really good job
3: didn't they have the dollies and they'd be in front or behind going in the same, but you think they actually had to do something more than that for that one?
4: I don't know. It seemed like they were going really fast. fast. It did look fast. I can't Jason's picture. Jason's so good at that. Yeah. Yeah. He's always, he's cause he's a hockey player being yeah. Canadian and all. And um, he was really good at. Um,
3: a hockey player with TMJ. We now know.
4: <laughs> 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 I I felt like that kid was really well cast. Um, the actor that played Felix Colby Lombardo. I wonder who he, he was, is now. I know.
3: How old would he be now?
4: He did a really good job. And it's always nerve-wracking to give such a heavy storyline to a young kid yeah. on a show like that where you really don't have the time to like, work with them. The director doesn't have that much time to really work with them or get to know them Mm -hmm. or feel comfortable Mm -hmm. with them. And he, and he did, I felt like he did a really good job with that subject matter. And I was also like, why would the mom be so vulnerable with Brandon? Like she, I would have kicked him out and said, beat it and not told him the truth, but she told him the
3: truth when he confronted her. I know. I think that's because they only had one episode to do it in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just being honest. <laughs> yeah. Typically Everything that would be resolved. a three episode arc, right? Like this, it was like one and done.
5: Moving this on. was a pretty jam packed episode. Cause even Brenda and Dylan's yeah. storyline is oh, kind of like a goodness. cliffhanger. Okay.
4: Can we go back to the beginning when uh-huh. Kelly and Brenda are having lunch with Jackie and mm-hmm. somebody says, oh, do you, do you want the surf burger? And the, that is what <laughs> sends her into a fantasy The words surf burger. (laughs) It just made me laugh. And that, and that, that like making out in the beach on the beach scene was intense. Like I felt like that was like a romance novel. I thought I was like, am I watching shades of gray? What's happening here?
3: (laughs) Did you, did you feel jealous watching that as Kelly? Kind of.
4: I think I might've, Mm. I think I might've felt a little jealous. But it, I couldn't, I can't because that didn't happen yet. But in retrospect, yes, right. But I didn't feel jealous of how cold I knew they were must have been, (laughs) and how hard that was to keep their bodies in that position while the wave was washing up on them. I could tell that they were laughing too. Like I could see while they were kissing, there was a few moments of like them trying to get through it and not laugh, not break character.
3: You said hard. i'm sure it was hard i mean no it was very cold so there wasn't an issue so it wouldn't be hard right right yeah oh my god it'd be very soft
5: yeah it was intense watching this back as like an adult and like a parent i don't i look at these scenes and i i find them so provocative and so advanced for
4: their age 16 year olds yeah
5: you know what i mean but when i was watching
4: it back then it was like i was taking notes Yeah, I can't imagine that ever, Brenda ever actually having that fantasy. Like it it did. It seemed like an adult romance novel fantasy someone had just read. Yeah.
5: And then he calls her from Hawaii in this like cave spa with a (laughs)
4: waterproof (laughs) phone. Yeah, that was like the, that was probably like the first waterproof (laughs) cellular phone. It was like a cordless phone. Yes. (laughs) Dylan had it. But he cut out. What was he going to say? I still love you. Love you. Love you. Probably. I mean, that's what we all say. still assume. have your sweatshirt you bought. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I still have that nasty sore on my lip. What, What's I wrong think? with you? <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like, what could he still, what, what could he have said? But I'm, I mean, I'm sure it was, I still love you. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happens, though, when he comes back. We'll have to wait and see, but did yeah. they get back together? Did do I don't know what happens. I'm very excited. We'll have to see. I forgot.
3: Wait, was Shannon's hair darker in this episode? Did you think? A little bit. I feel like it's starting to get darker.
4: Yeah, it did a little. It looked a little darker, not so brown. Oh. Maybe was that a thing? Colored. Would, yeah. they,
5: would the director stay on you and everybody, like, to keep your hair the same? Were you not allowed to change it?
4: We weren't oh really gosh. supposed to, mm-hmm. yeah. But some of us.
3: Oh yeah, because like things. Tori, you went full brunette at one point. We all like changed it, but it's so interesting. Like, because in life, like you change your hair color, you change, yeah. you cut a cut. But whenever we would do anything to our hair, they'd put a line in to justify it. Yeah, but it's like so they can oh. explain it. Like sometimes you go like a weekend off from school, you come back and someone's like, I guess you do say it to each other. Like, oh, you yeah, cut your like, hair. Oh,
4: wow. Do so, you get a perm? Yeah. What, up? <laughs> what, but
3: what the, happened? They always had to add it in to make sure the audience knew that like it was tracking. Yeah.
4: Speaking okay. of hair, I felt like, um, I, I couldn't get it out of my mind. Every time Andrea was on camera, I felt like she had the same exact, um, hairdos as the girl from Seinfeld, Elaine. Yes. She <laughs> has the bit. Elaine hairdo. That's a good call. And mm-hmm. her
5: outfit was kind of a Laney too.
4: <laughs> totally.
5: But so cute. Her little tiny
3: little body and those shorts. So good. <laughs> so adorable. Gab's so cute. How tall is Gab, do you think? Five feet? Just under? <laughs> no. Five feet? She's not no. five feet. No. Uh, no, she's got to be taller than five feet.
4: I'm five 5 feet. I'm five feet. You're yeah. what? What, 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 yeah. what did
5: you say you are? I'm technically 4'11 and a half. I like hmm. to say I'm five feet. You're
3: 4'11", sis? I think what? I'm 4'11 and a half. This is tripping me out. Okay, so oh. you guys, I know we all seem <laughs> like the closest of friends. Because we started this podcast during quarantine, we have never been in the same room with sis. I thought you were like 5'7". Five, 5'7"? Seven. Five, seven. <laughs> I thought you were taller than us. I thought you were a tall drink of water. 5'7"? Like seven. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> You are freaking me out right now.
4: I can tell you're tiny. I really need to meet you in real life, though. This is just getting oh, weird. my so gosh. So what are you? No, you
3: look tiny. I just, like, I thought you were taller. Like I.
4: Oh, wow. But
3: but Jennifer Eve, how, how tall are you? I'm 5'5".
4: Five five. Do you have a problem with that?
3: I have absolutely no problem with that. But interestingly enough, I'm 5'5". Five five. So we're the same height. <laughs> what do you want? Do you think we're the same height?
4: I feel like, you know, that's so weird. Dave just asked me this question the other day. If we were the same height, I don't know. Oh, because I was going to bring you golf shoes tomorrow. And I said, no, her feet are smaller than I, my feet. And then he said, well, aren't you guys the same height? And I was like, hmm, I never really thought about it. But yeah, I guess so.
3: So our whole lives, I always thought we were the same height. But then I didn't realize till we were in our 40s. That I'm like a tiny bit taller than you, because I always thought if anything, maybe you were a little taller than me.
4: Maybe like a skosh. like a little nudge, nudge. A, skosh. Like a little...
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fine. So maybe you're five five, and I'm five five and a half. Should we go with that?
4: Wait. No. I'm taller than you. No. I'm taller than you. No, we're no, getting no, no, no. some heights now.
3: Straight. I'm, fresh from the I'm internet. Straight up taller than her. I don't like being taller than her. Let me. Let you're me put that out there. Taller than me. Because I feel like. <sighs> Wait, go
4: on the computer there and find out, like on our th- our IMDb or whatever, say how well, tall you. Well, you can list.
3: Well, great. I mean, I can go. Never what mind. does it? Say? I can go on the boys' IMDb and see how tall they say they are. Gabrielle is five one, according to the internet. Okay, <laughs> according to the internet. Okay, go on. Yes. Yeah, Shannon here. is five three. Okay.
5: Jason is five eight. Mm-hmm. Jenny five five. Tori
4: <gasps> five six. <gasps>
3: Luke you guys sometimes the
4: internet can be wrong <laughs>
3: the internet is always right
4: oh, listen I'm coming over later and I'm going to stand back to back with you and somebody's going to measure us
3: yes. we've done that before okay so I always thought I was 5'5 five, five and a half but I just assume now that I'm older that I've shrunk so I always just go with 5'5 five, five now <laughs> <laughs> you used to be 5'6 though wow I don't think I was ever 5'6 well that's what the internet seen.
5: says I in a 6 foot tallest one
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Brian's 5'11". Oh, no. Wait. No? I feel like Brian's taller than I am.
4: Really? No.
5: Well, 5'11", six foot is one inch difference. It's like you two.
3: Isn't Brian really tall?
4: Am I wrong? (laughs) Put it in your guys' group text. He looks really tall to you because you just look up at him.
3: I just look up at that dream boat. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Don't you forget it, sister. (laughs) Wait, I... I can find pictures of us right now, and I look taller than you.
4: Okay, but you don't know what's happening. I don't f- want to be feet. taller than her. You might be wearing heels of, of highness, and I'm not.
3: I can go back to school classroom photos, and we both have flats on.
4: <laughs> now it's just a contest. Now one of us wants to be right.
5: Oh, it's now. so good. I don't <laughs> even know how he got on that. I don't
4: know. Sorry.
3: Yeah, we digress. Well, how are we, we still we? talking about? <laughs> <Get> on- <laughs> I'm worried about it. On us, that guys. note,
5: why don't we take a break and come back with fashion
3: next. Oh, good. Now I can search the internet for pictures.
2: Go ahead. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Nerd Wallet, Finance smarter.
1: Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes!
4: Wait! Did we just
1: invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
0: 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
3: With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30 and washable silk tops timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner
4: directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the
3: savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that.
4: I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all
3: the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com
4: slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns.
3: That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210.
4: Okay, we're back. Let's talk fashion. Let's talk 90s fashion, do's and don'ts. What did you guys like from this episode?
5: I got to hand it to Steve's tank tops and his short shorts again. (laughs) Just every time. He brings Yes, He wears it it every time. Never is it a dull moment with him.
4: Mm -mm. I feel like Kelly had some really good outfits in this episode, Mm -hmm. like that little matching blue blue two-piece thing. That was cute. But um, one of the one of the outfits that I wore, I have a very strong memory, was the um, orange one. I had like orange shorts on and mm-hmm. an orange, super stretchy, like kind of like turtleneck sleeveless turtleneck thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember they didn't have the right bra for me to wear, so I, I had know. to go braless <gasps> in that top. And I remember sitting in that seat in that scene with Brian and it was hot you guys and so my boobs started to sweat <laughs> you know like you're under booby sweat yeah
2: yes.
4: and um all of a sudden I could see him staring down <gasps> at no! it no yeah and I had like those like smiley faces under your like wet oh, smiley yeah worst. right through the orange shirt it was horrifying
3: can you see it in the scene
4: Maybe that's why I'm slumping down, because I'm trying to, like, cover yeah, it. Yeah, you're slouching. You like-
3: staring at your boobies in the picture we have. <laughs> i But, to find but it. is it fair to say he was a teenage boy, and maybe he was looking down, he was like, well, she has no bra on one. Wow. Yeah, maybe
4: your nipples were oh, hard. I mean, <laughs> I, I had lovely, perky little boobs at that age, I'm sure, but they were sweating. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> there is a lot of color in this episode. I like that. It was a very vibrant episode. I like my red striped dress. That red striped dress um, came in short sleeve and long sleeve, and I was so in love with that dress that I bought the long sleeve version and wore it to Brian's 18th birthday party in real life. That he ignored <laughs> me and then hooked up with some other girl and went to her, a hotel suite with her. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! He did, and I was there with um, two of my friends, and we were so stupid. We went by and like knocked on the door and then ran. <laughs> so As you dumb. Would do. Yeah, totally. You right, just want to interrupt things maybe. just for a second. Yeah, yeah. Teen disruptor. Did he know you were there trying to get him? Hmm. Um. I don't. I don't know. Boys, he thinks so differently than now. I don't know anymore. I would have said yes back then, but I don't. Yeah, because he would play games. You know, he liked when I. He would flirt with me and he liked getting the response but then you know he wouldn't commit he wanted to be with other girls he was an 18 year old boy mm-hmm. you know it's like
5: when you were on set together he flirted more and then when out in the real world it was not
3: mm, not necessarily it would just yeah it would just depend no on set he didn't flirt with me on set like on set he would be like making fun of me and like it would but be the version flirting. of like pulling your pigtails. Like he would love to get up under my skin. Nope. Nope. That came out wrong. He would love to get <laughs> under my skin. You know what I mean? Like say things that he knows would start like me getting all flustered and embarrassed. Yeah, and... but that's flirting. That's what
5: teenage boys do. Right.
3: But it's like devastating when you're like 16, 17 and a boy's you think being mean to you, but they're not. They're just wait, like, wait, so then beyond
4: that, like he would give you that kind of attention and then he would ignore you.
3: Um, sometimes, but then like when we would like go out, he would give me attention. I, I just
4: hate I the sound know. of this whole thing. Like as your best friend, like it doesn't, I don't like the way it sounds like he would pay attention to me sometimes and sometimes, sometimes he wouldn't and how that would affect your like, you know, m- mental health, like your emotional health. Like if it just sounds like right. not a very, he wouldn't do it on purpose. He
3: was a teenage boy. Like,
4: Brand, I'm not saying he, d- he right. did it on purpose, but like, just like the roller coaster that must've, I, I mean, I can relate. I, I felt that way about other people too. So, and I think that that you, you do feel that way when you're young and you're in a relationship or not in a relationship or you have a guy you like or whatever. I mean, you don't know what they like you and you, you want them to, and then you don't, and there's so much going on.
3: Yeah. It's definitely, I feel like times have changed and it can be very equal, but I feel like back 30 years ago, it was typically like the girl would be like, is he like me? Like, oh my gosh, he likes me today. He doesn't like me that day. Like it would be on and off. Whereas now women are like, no, I don't like, like, it's like the opposite now. But back then it was girls chasing boys and boys being like,
1: whatever.
4: Yeah. But you know how you're always, you'll, you, you talk openly about like you always wanted to please everyone and yeah looking for people's approval. Do you think maybe that was like when it started happening? Like maybe that was the catalyst for this like
3: thing, this issue that you've always had to deal with. Of wanting people's approval. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It it definitely started as a young girl. And a lot of it was about how boys viewed me and Mm -hmm. whether it was, you know, on set one of the actors or offset, you know, boys I was in relationships with after that, like, Yeah, it was always like putting that first and needing that approval so bad that it like was a priority and it would either, I mean, you know, like I off camera had this other boyfriend when I was 18 that was really verbally abusive and like I would come to set and just feel so bad about myself. I would like cry all my makeup off. They'd have to reapply it and then I'd have to go on camera and pretend to act like a girl that was like super confident and fun and popular and it was really hard at times
5: could imagine.
3: How many times did you guys have
5: to do, I mean, I mean have to do that? Because like everyone, I guess, in a sense has to do that with their jobs. But yours is so visual mm-hmm. and you're on camera. How do you
4: just, I guess, block that side out? Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you just got to let it get out, let it out, get it all the way out, and then just start from the ground up. But yeah, there were many occasions when we would, any one of us would just cry all our makeup off and the makeup artist would be like, oh, Jesus.
3: (laughs) A bunch of teenage girls, their
4: hormones.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But I remember, yeah, like we were so close, but I remember like I was never ever, I'm not the jealous type, like I was never jealous of Jen, but I remember there were days where I felt like, oh, it's hard to be on camera with you and Shannon, like you guys are so pretty and I didn't feel as good about myself and it was definitely challenging and like they're such great actresses and you know we all yeah like we said we were young we had our own baggage but those are things we couldn't verbalize because we didn't know how to communicate them at such a young age like I could never say to you like yeah I don't feel as pretty as you and you'd be like what are you talking about like now you know we would be like uh-huh. what are you, you're beautiful like and you would yeah. give each other that support I could never even say that to you then that I was feeling young girl. less mm-hmm. yeah
4: that's so true. I mean, I see that with my teenage daughter. Like, uh, it's so hard to be who you are and be confident at that age and feel good yeah. about yourself and not listen to all the the clutter in your head and not listen to all the messages that you're getting elsewhere.
5: And everyone feels that way as a teenager, mm-hmm. you know, guy or girl and pretty, not pretty. You don't like your thighs. You don't like this. You feel fat. You're too skinny. Like it's all we do is judge ourselves when we're
3: that age i, I still, still do it. Adults, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it you know there's it goes in ebbs and flows now, like yeah. you can have that internal conversation and reassure yourself mm-hmm. that you've grown grown beyond that, and that's something that is from your childhood and teenage years like you know you're worth now, but there's moments that so you go backwards, I mean I feel like that is always gonna happen, it's just recognizing it when it happens now,
4: yeah, if I listen to all the thoughts that go through my head on a daily basis. <laughs> Oh my God! I, I mean, I have to just constantly say, you know, that is just a thought. That's just a feeling. that That mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's real. That's just a feeling. It doesn't mean it's real. But it seems so real.
3: Oh my God! You know what? So we all have internal dialogues. Like we're always quietly in our heads, constantly talking to ourselves, right? Or am I the only one? Wait, no, you're the only one. <laughs> yes, we all do. Don't worry, we all do. Okay. So, especially as you know, as you evolve, like you tell yourself, like. Yeah, like you just said, that's a thought. That's from the old you. This is you now. And anyway, I sometimes the that thought process, I talk out loud to myself when I'm driving in the car. And I forgot recently that my four-year-old, like I went back to that internal monologue and I was having a day and I was frustrated and I started talking to myself out loud. And I just heard, mama, are you talking to me? And I was like, oh, my God. I totally forgot you were there. Like, and it was Bo, like in the car seat, but I was just like, oh my God, it's okay. And it was like, I was like a crazy person talking to myself out loud, reassuring myself that everything was going to be fine. Not realizing like I have a fully formed human. That's now like, he's not like a baby. I can't like talk like that. He's like, what the hell is she talking about?
4: (laughs) Well, thank yeah. God he said something, or you would have
3: just totally <laughs> forgot he was in the car. I would have just been ranting to myself. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Don't worry. I've never left a kid in the car. But, like, uh, <laughs> ranting to, to myself, like, for the whole hour drive, he would have been like, oh, listen to this lady. What's she, she talking is about? losing it. <laughs> Ooh, yeah.
4: No, I love talking to myself, though. I think it's good for you.
3: <laughs> I think it's I think it's vital. Mm-hmm. Do you ever talk to yourself, and then you, like, uh, are just at a stop? light. And then you look over and you see the person's looking at you and then you pretend you're singing to a song. So you don't want them to think you were (laughs) talking to yourself
4: or you pretend you're on the phone on speakerphone.
3: Yeah. Oh, I forget to do that. That's a good one.
4: Do you you remember, do you ever remember when you had an audition and you would have the sides and you would be so nervous to go to your audition? So you'd be practicing your lines on the way to the audition and like holding the sides in the steering wheel, like, so Mm -hmm. you could see the words. And I just remember feeling like such an idiot, like Actor. When anybody would pull up next to me and see me doing running my lines in the car, totally.
3: <laughs> Did they ever look and, at you for anybody like, Wait, else? What a truth. <laughs> yeah, they're probably like, "That's so cool." It's,
4: it's so common in LA. I think they're like people are just used to just <laughs> another <of>
3: actress. <laughs> yeah, I remember one time, uh paparazzi got a picture of me because. Also, when you go to auditions, like, well, back then, now you do self tapes, you would have your sides and you'd go check in and then you'd quickly like go around the building and you do your scene like to yourself against a wall or something to practice really quick. And paparazzi, I guess, had followed me that day and took pictures and it was like in the tabloids. And I was just like, like, so, like, like a crazy person talking to myself <laughs> with scenes, with sides in my hand. It's Nobody there. else was there. Nobody there. Mm-mm.
5: Did you get the part?
3: No. Oh. Nope.
5: Well, were there any favorite lines? Nine zero two one.
3: Oh no, you didn't. Best line of the episode for you too. Um. Well, it's Kelly's line by Love Donna. An avocado doesn't fall far from the tree.
4: Is <laughs> that an apple? Is it's that the apple. real line? Isn't it supposed to be apple? It's supposed to be an apple. apple. <laughs> it made me
3: laugh so hard.
4: <laughs> I didn't. I was like, no, maybe it is avocado. she said it so convincingly.
3: But it's so like relevant because all '90s fashion is back in now, and avocados are really in right now. So it all comes back and makes sense now.
4: I liked. Why don't you go take a hike in the ocean and go drown yourself, Steve? <laughs> yeah, I like
3: that too. He's so harsh, but it's so good. It, it's just like the way they would
4: actually talk to each other because they're so like brother and sister. Yep, yeah. fight a lot. Mm-hmm. But also, I didn't understand when David said the line in the old timey accent sweetheart this could sweetheart this could be the start of a beautiful something i don't know he said something like that
2: That was good
5: what? so we we should talk about that because the title of this episode apparently references a quote play it again sam or play it sam from casablanca in 1942
4: i didn't hear that line
5: <laughs> no but that was the line of the or the name of the episode play it again david
4: because but he yeah. said, "Sweetheart, this is the start of a beautiful friendship." Is that?
5: I, and even so, like, why incorporate that line to begin with? Don't understand why, what was the tie it. to
3: Casablanca? There has to be some more. I felt like I like zoned out and missed a scene or something.
4: Mm. Why <laughs> did they? Yeah, there was no like tie in to Casablanca or did David anything. play the piano at all? Yeah, I, that would have been good
3: if he had played it a, a song. Yeah. And then, Do you think mm-hmm. they cut something and originally like it's weird? I wish we could ask Darren and the other writer, like, why the name of this episode? Like, where'd it come from? And why does David do that one line? And, like...
5: I just got her crazy idea. Voice, what? What is it? What if you guys text Darren Starr when we have these random questions... And just see if he responds, and then the next week we can answer them. What if he gets super annoyed with us?
3: <laughs> <laughs> not hey, at,
5: Darren. Not at all. He was so happy to talk to you guys when he was on a few weeks ago. He, he's
3: gonna block us. Jen, text him. I'm afraid. And ask to. him. Remember, he said we could come visit him in Paris. He's doing Emily oh, well, in Paris I'll season two. Oh, tell
4: him that we have arrived at Gate eighteen.
1: You don't you know he pick do us now, up?
5: but like yeah. I don't know, sometime today or tomorrow, and then see if he gets back to you, and then we can answer it next week. That'd be cool. Because I'm curious too. Like, why? What was the Casablanca reference? Yeah. Yeah. show? Like, we all, yeah. we all
3: we all want to know. I don't think it'll be every week. I no, mean, just be like when you have these questions. <laughs> Imagine he's like the weirdest thing. Like, I did Jenny and Tori's show, and then Jenny just started texting me <laughs> questions every week. <laughs> I had to block her. It was very uncomfortable.
5: (laughs) I had to block her.
4: (laughs) Hey, D, it's me, Jay, again. Hey, um, what's up? (laughs) You got a second?
5: Why is that such a celeb thing to do when you talk to each other? You always just give initials. Is it just in case it's the wrong number you don't want to say who you are? No. Wait, what do you mean? I know other people that do that. Really? Yes. Like, it's always like... Say the first initial when they say something yeah. or like People me call back. you
3: T all the My time. My People call T. me J. Yeah.
4: Really? I think it's just exhausting to say the whole name sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: just too yeah. much work. It's just lazy. That's all uh-huh. it is. It's not like secrecy, like a cel- celeb secrecy. It's just <laughs> it's like. Just lazy. And also like sometimes it makes it more informal, like personable, like to put first initial, like, hey, we're on that like short
5: first initial basis
3: our first (laughs) initial basis (laughs) you and me
5: I love it you know we didn't get to a lot of the questions but we can save them for next week I think that pretty much does it guys
4: that that concludes another riveting episode of 9021OMG thanks for being with us everybody have a great week
1: Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh?
3: A Redwood Forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait!
4: Did we just invent California?
1: Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
2: You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. (sighs)